Hey, welcome to Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to help you fall asleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is put aside your racing thoughts, your worries, your fears, whatever. Get in bed. If you like what you hear on Sleep With Me podcast, spread the word and let someone know about it. That maybe you'll help them help me, help them fall asleep or something like that. But yeah, let someone know. For those of you that already have, thank you so much. And those of you that listen that have no friends or enemies and you live in an igloo or total isolation, believe me, I know. I know. I'm, 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 I can relate. I've been there. I'm there, you know. You know, thanks for listening. You don't even have to spread the word. If you're a non-word spreader, thanks for just being here and listening, and I hope I help you fall asleep tonight. Tonight, another episode of After the Glass Slipper. If this is your first time at, at our podcast and you haven't heard previous episodes, you can find them on our website, www.sleepwithmepodcast.com slash glass slipper and it's the tale of what happened with cinderella and her stepmother and fairy godmother after she became princess and they apparently heir to the throne i don't know i guess her husband her husband would be the heir to the throne last week when we left off they just i believe solved the uh, answer to the cheese smell was that last week well i got i really keep uh, up to tabs in my own podcast i guess but yeah, they've, they've been given these tasks by Cinderella, getting rid of bed bugs, getting rid of the cheese smell, which was apparently caused by a rendering plant. And this week we're on to uh, another task. They have to do three tasks. That's where we last left off. And this episode finds us with yet another mission. And the stepmother has returned from meeting once again with Cinderella. Poor Cinderella, who kind of still thinks that She's confused. Her gut tells her there's a fairy godmother and a stepmother, but the stepmother and the fairy godmother kind of have her under this ruse that, you know, they're one and the same. When the fairy godmother met with her, this task was well beyond compared to the last ones. And that's why I've moved into my action, serious voice. Plus, I have a spot of a cold, I believe, which adds an extra grittiness. So the stepmother met with Cinderella, and Cinderella asked her to sit down. She said, are you familiar with the uh, the wood of woe? Stepmother said, wood of woe? Is that, is that similar to the wood of worry? She goes, oh yeah, it used to be the wood of worry, Cinderella said, but I decided to change it to the wood of woe. You haven't read my official decree? It didn't make sense to call it the wood of worry because anyone that enters never comes back ever why would it be the wood of worry if someone goes in there like say your husband goes in you're not going to worry about him you know he's you're going to be filled with woe not worry because he's gone some other was kind of like okay so you know okay makes sense i got you brilliant you're brilliant cinderella brilliant what a woe formerly the wood of worry but wouldn't it be like I'd be worried now that you're talking about the wood of woe? I'm worried because I got a feeling. Well, you're right. 
You see it just on the outside of the wood of woe. That whole wood is impenetrable. Soldiers that go in there never come back. It's guarded by these dark forces. Now, these dark forces got to be controlled by something. So that's what I'm going to get to. But the reason for your task is that this wood of woe, it goes directly to the sea. It's a straight shot. So we could build a road through there. If it wasn't the wood of woe, it was just the woods. You know where those bears live, like the forest of feelings? You know, they don't bother anybody. They hide. So if we just had a road right there, we could go right to the sea, to the port. Instead, we got to go way around. It's a three-day hike. Uh, just on the other side of the wood of woe are these towns that are deprived of supplies. It's a major trading route is what I'm saying, stepmother. And we need it opened up for commerce. It's going to help all the people. You know, cheaper food, will be. it's going to lower prices. And it's going to make new markets available to our goods. A more efficient trading route It's always good for everybody. Trickle down. But not really, because I'm taxing the hell out of these motherfuckers. So, that's well, that's my plan. Anyway, let's not get into politics. I'm the politicker. You're carrying out my wishes, fairy stepmother. So, I want the wood of woe dealt with. Find out what the worry and the woe is. I'm pretty sure there's got to be someone in charge of those woods. Probably one of those big bosses. You know, a dragon or a w evil wizard or somebody. So get in there and take care of it. So that's the assignment. This is a uh, Scooter's voice, not uh, Cinderella. Stepmother, stepmother goes back to give the word to Roland and the fairy godmother who are waiting back at the wizard's tower. And they ask her, and she's kind of, she's worried about telling about the wood of worry or the wood of woe. And so she introduces, you guys know that wood of worry? The name was changed to wood of woe. Roland, of course, loves, Ooh, that sounds like something Cinderella would think of. That's so brilliant, because why would you call it the wood of worry, right? If you're going to go in there, you're going to be filled with woe, huh? And the stepmother just looks at Roland tells him to shut up. And you're right. Well, apparently it's a blocking a major trading route, and we got to deal with it. we got to go in there. Well, no one's ever come back. Well, Roland, quiet down. we got to go in there. we got to figure out who's in charge, and we got to take them out. The fairy godmother's kind of quiet. And she's like, Penelope, you got any uh, opinion on this? You're awful quiet over there. Well, we, we were... Berries. We didn't ever, we've never had any jobs in there, and I've heard of it, the word of, word of worry. In fairyland, we just call it the wood of death. I don't see, I, I've been so long without my wand, and you guys just, can you guys just do it without me? Uh, no, no, we can't do it without you, because all these assignments are to do your job. We're helping you do your fairy job in order to keep Cinderella from getting pregnant. You realize if we don't get this done, she's going to have sex with the prince, get pregnant. You're going to help us out. Well, I'm... Uh, Agatha, you're good at this kind of stuff. I'm just... Without my magic... Without my wand... I, I, I just... I'd just rather lie down, okay? I'll just lie down and you guys work out the plan and then... You could just, you, you, I'll come along. So Agatha kind of rolls her eyes, and Penelope, the fairy godmother, goes and lies down. She's a little bit down in the dumps. 
Now, Roland, he's always willing to help Agatha's kind of like, this is really important to Cinderella. We get this done. He's like, well, what do you, you got a plan? You got a plan, boss? Here's what I think. Let's go out. We're going to go out to the Wood of Woe. Okay, let's go. So they go out to the edge of the Wood of Woe, which is a few miles out of town. What could it be a major trading route, apparently? Right now, they got to travel all the way around. They either got to go up the river, which they got to go through some robber baron territory. And the river's secure. So it's not an easy route. Involves some land. What do you call those? Land passages, whatever, where you got to carry the boat. Or a long roundabout road around this woods. So technically, it would be a great thing. They go to the edge of the woods and they're kind of looking and. You know, Roland's like, you know, I get the sense we're being watched. And uh, yeah. Agatha's like, yeah, yeah. And so, like, no one, so no one's ever returned. As far as I know, no one's ever returned from this woods, right? Roland's like, no, no, people that go in don't come back out. Sometimes the bones are found, but that's about it. So Stepmother's like, come on, let's go up. See that log, it's like right before, right on the edge of the wood of woe. See how the shadow just barely reaches it. Let's go. I brought us a picnic lunch. I want to talk talk to Roland about the fairy godmother, Penelope. So they sit on the log having lunch. And Roland's like, there's definitely, you know, I get the sense we're being watched here. Stepmother's like, don't worry, Roland. We're not in the wood of woe or the wood of worry. So we have nothing to be concerned about. You know, their power, whatever power, dark forces are in this woods, they don't have any power right here. You know, maybe if we step into that shadow, maybe. I'm pretty sure you got to walk a little bit deeper into the wood of woe. I mean, I've heard tales of kids running in and out of just the beginning and daring each other. And then one time the kid runs too far. You've heard that tale, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the kids, they used to make me run in there, ma'am. And I used to run in a bit, but I'd run right back out. But I never ran too far. So, well, here, sit down. You know, let's finish our lunch. We're already sitting. Roland, are you worried about the fairy godmother like I am? Oh, yes, ma'am. She seems a bit down. Well, that's because, uh, shouldn't have her all-powerful wand, the all-powerful fairy we have working for us, right? Well, yes, she was all-powerful until she lost her wand, so it seems like, and then you were using the wand, so the wand, are you trying to say, Roland, that her wand just creates this great power, and whoever holds the wand would have great power, too? Yes, I guess I am. And all we need to do is, you know, so don't tell anyone. It's going to be our secret. But I have the wand here. I, I got it from Cinderella. Well, Mom, that, that doesn't look exactly like the wand. Well, don't worry. It is. It is. And all we need is this. We'll get the fairy godmother out here, and we'll have her use the wand to... This all-powerful wand to destroy the wood of woe. And then, you know, she can trans transform all the dark creatures into mice and we'll just stomp on them and then whatever creature you know dark lord or dark evil wizard or some sort of dragon some sort of big boss 
instead of having a big boss battle, we'll just create our own, you know, monster and have him go and stomp the boss into submission. We don't even have to fight him because we have this wand. We have a fairy. So either I can use the wand or you, you... I don't know if you should be using the wand, Roland. Well, I'd just use it to turn myself in, in a little bit handsomer and then I'd be in, you know, alone with Cinderella on a date. Probably like in some boats. Okay, okay, Roland. So we have the wand. So that, this has been a lovely lunch and... You know, we're going to, I think in order to help the fairy godmother, you know, get, get her, get undepressed, she'll use the wand to crush this wood of woe or worry. No reason for us to be woe, it's actually going to be the woods, woodses of woe and worry. Is that correct, Roland? Woodses, woodses of woe and worry. The worries of the woods and well, anyway, the woods are gonna, the woods or the creatures in the woods should be filled with worry, and soon they'll be filled with woe. The woods is, is wood, is wood wood, multiple woods or wood. Anyway, Roland, let's go. So they go back to the wizard's tower. I'm gonna talk to the fairy godmother. So, uh, Penelope, come on, let's go. We're gonna go over to the woods of worry and have a little chat. And meanwhile, of course, this, the little minions that were in listening in in the dark of the wood of woe or getting stuff back to their boss, the big boss. They're getting the word back to their the big boss. Meanwhile, Agatha and Penelope go down. Now they get, they go to the edge of the woods of woe, but not quite as close. Like without, they're, they're not in hearing distance. They're just in sight distance of the woods. And she points to the woods. She says, listen, you know, I, I notice you've been down, Penelope. I notice you've been down, Penelope, because you don't have your wand. And Cinderella has a wand, and you're worried about her getting pregnant. And all we have to do is beat this boss, and she swears she won't get pregnant by the prince. And I still have the plan. We're going to have Roland seduce her. As soon as we get this done, we can do that. Roland seems like a malleable man, and we'll train him to seduce Cinderella. Or have another plan where I could talk Cinderella like into maybe developing her sexual skills with Roland for the prince, and I think that one might work. What do you think? Penelope. Meanwhile, Penelope, the fairy godmother, is just kind of staring at the grass. And uh, someone's like, you realize there's dark creatures watching us? Doesn't your fairy sense? My fairy sense is gone. My wand is gone. Cinderella's going to be pregnant. We're not going to beat this boss without magic. I don't have any hope left. There's going to be a beast come. He's going to wipe us all out from the fairy dark side or whatever. And I'm going to be a failure. I'm going to be brought up. If I'm not killed, I'll be brought up on charges. I'll have my fairy badge taken away. And, I'll, you know, my parents will be shamed. Are your parents still alive? Because you look kind of old. It doesn't matter, Okay. I've, I'm, I'm the worst fairy godmother ever, and I, well, you did get Cinderella in. You know, she is the princess before she was just my cinder girl. So you beat me. Oh, you know, you've bested me. You have so much respect for me, Penelope. But you were the one who bested me in the first place, and I stand cowed to you still. You know, I try to act strong around you. To be honest, like, the reason I brought you out here is I have this wand I made for you. And she pulls out a wand. 
hands it to Penelope, and Penelope kind of looks at it. She's like, well, this isn't my wand. She's like, no, Penelope, I've been doing some research on fairies, fairy godmothers and godparents in, in general. And I've read some old texts, and plenty of old texts I found in deep in the dungeons of the wizard's tower where only I go. You, you, got, you and Roland haven't been down there, but I have. And I haven't found one thing about Wand. I, I believe that what I know, in the books of the old fairies, and that's what it's called the fairypedia, says that you know the fairies, their power's innate. It's inside of them. And they merely need to, to flow into something and to be discharged. And maybe, you know, whoever trained you or... Maybe, I don't, I don't know, you know, I think your wand, you know, when they train the youngsters, it's easier to tell them that the wand is magical because it's too dangerous to tell them that the power's in them always, and that they can just imbue some other weapon to translate it, you know, it could be a, a stone, you know, did every kid have a fairy that you were training with in fairy school? Well, no, no, there was wands and staffs and crystals and rings and amulets. Okay, see? So, what... Can, close your eyes, Penelope. Can you feel an energy flowing through you? No. Not really. Well, qu quiet down your mind. You feel some power flowing through you inside of some tubes within your body. With each beat of your heart it sends the energy the magical energy throughout your system humans don't have the beating of a magical heart or tubes of magical liquid like you do so close your eyes now here put this take this wand put it in your hand Wrap your hands around it. Feel your energy flowing into that wand. Do you feel feel the power in the wand? Oh, I, I believe I do. Now raise your hand up. Raise your hand up and, and point it in towards the sky. Oh yes, I'm feeling the power. Oh yes, I'm I'm feeling the power. Okay. Okay, good, good. Now let's take a Let's take a walk towards this. We're not going to destroy the wood of woe today, but let's get closer to it. Okay, okay. And you just keep your eyes closed and look at okay, and just stand here. We're a little bit closer. We're right on the edge of the wood of woe, but keep your eyes closed and feel that power. Oh yes, Penelope, you're feeling the power of your magic. Tomorrow. Can you feel can you feel the power building in your wand? Oh yes, I feel it building in my wand like I've never before. You got energy ready to be released. Yes, and tomorrow we'll release it on this forest. And don't worry, trees, innocent trees or birds, if there are any in there. We'll only destroy the darkness. And not just the darkness. We need a lot of darkness for shadows and, and good the good dark things are fine. Squirrels, you're kind of gray, but whatever. 
chipmunks, you have a nice dark stripe. But, but you dark creatures, you're evil creatures that work for whatever your minions of. You know, you, you can destroy them tomorrow, maybe in a torturous, horrible way. Oh, this power. I will turn them into inside-out snails or something. I don't know. And then put them in the sun. Yeah, so we'll do that. And then once all the minions are gone, we'll go and find... We'll open up the trading route, at least halfway, and then we'll find out where they're... Whoever they work for is, and then we'll destroy that creature. Oh, this sounds wonderful. Ah, this wand feels more powerful than my last one. It's so imbued with energy. Oh, thank you, Agatha, for... I feel power I've never felt before. My voice is changing my strength. So what we're going to do... We're not going to go in the woods this way. You know, I notice, you know, there's that other route over the big canyon... So we're going to go out there tomorrow. What we'll do is we'll wait on the, on the bridge. And we'll see if any, any of the minions come and surrender. And as long as the, you unleash your power in time, like if, if we're attacked at once by the minions and the boss or whatever, I mean, that could be a problem. But as long as we have, we'll destroy them while they're in the woods. They're not, they, they don't come out of the woods as far as we know. And whatever the, the big boss is, he's not going to bother us. He's just waiting in his cave with his treasures and stuff, or her, whatever. Maybe it's a dragon. She might fly around, but from what I've, what I've heard, I've heard, I have a pretty good idea what the big boss is in there. So we're going we're gonna to do it, and you know, eventually we'll have the big boss battle. But that'll be after we destroy the minions and destroy the woods. So, okay, let's go home and get some rest. So they go home and get some rest. Meanwhile, the minions obviously are freaked. They don't they don't want to be killed. They get word to their big boss. And they're the big boss is trying to come up with a plan. So the next morning comes and Agatha Agatha's ready to roll. She gets up, she's stretching, she's got her plan ready. Everything with the fairy godmother seems to be in place, as far as she can tell. Things are looking good. They're just going to go out, I guess. And then she goes downstairs to the, the main dining room of the Wizard's Tower. No one's there. She's looking around. Penelope, Roland, where are you? No, Nowhere to be found. She goes out, goes to their bedrooms. They're not there. And then she finds a note in the entrance hall. Oh, change of plans. We're not going to We're not gonna need to fight the woods of woe. We, we've got a new plan. We'll be in the courtyard. So she runs down to the courtyard and she sees Roland doing push-ups. And the fairy godmother's there with her wand, her her new wand. Agatha's like, uh, what are you guys doing? Oh, well, we, uh, Penelope came up with a new plan, so we're not going to fight the boss. That seems a little dangerous. You know, I had nightmares about it. She had nightmares. What do you mean you're not fighting the boss and the minions? That's what Cinderella asked for. Well, I, I, now that I have my wand and my power back, I, we could. Like, I, I think I'll send some, you know, we could change that all into mice. But I don't, I don't see why we need to bother. Well, we need to bother, because that's your job. Well, I think we'll go with the Roland. He's puffing up his muscles. I liked your plan. There's much uh, less risk 
you know, if Roland just does sleep with Cinderella and gets her pregnant. So I think I'll, I, I, I think I'm going to cheat and just turn him into the prince for a few hours and tell Cinderella we failed and that she should sleep with the prince. And we'll, we'll, I'll turn the prince into a mouse or a maggot or something for a few hours. And if Roland can successfully impregnate her, then all will be well. You know, Agatha's like, oh, man, these two. You know that plan's not going to work. First of all, you can't act that unethically. You want, you want a little short circuit. We all know that. That's in the fairy handbook I read downstairs. Second, Roland, I doubt you'll be able to perform under those circumstances. You're, you're too good-hearted and good-natured. You two are too moral, too... It, this is below you. I mean, this is something I would do, but I, 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 I'll, if, if necessary, I'll dirty my hands doing this. But you too. Roland, you're a soldier. A former member of the Queen's Princess Kingsguard or something. Fairy Godmother, you're a soldier too. You told me once you do what needs to be done, and that's your job. And is this the way you two want to go out? With trickery? Double cross? It's going to be nothing for us to face down these minions of evil in the boss. We'll just go out there. We're going to go out on the bridge. We're going to wait for them. You're going to turn them into mice or something with your magic. And Roland, I'm going to give you a giant broom, and you're going to sweep the mice off the bridge into the water, and they'll drown. Well, well that doesn't seem very nice at all. Well, they're minions. They're not real mice, Roland. They're minions. So, and they'll drown, and some be washed out to the river. And we know both all know that the river's poisoned with all that stuff from that plant and the explosions. So, if they don't drown, they'll be burned by the acids and stuff that was used in that stinky plant. The chemicals will render the soaps. So, I'm Fairy Godmother, you're returned to power. Don't you want to go out? When the fairy council examines your case, your successful case, you know, and they speak to your dead parents or whatever, what are they going to say? That you lied your way to victory? That you fought your way? And not only that, you helped. Not only did you keep Cinderella from getting pregnant from the prince, what if that's not your last assignment with her? You know, will she trust you more when she knows that she's... She'll sense it, a mother knows. I've had two daughters of my own. I knew they were mine. I wished they weren't many times, but... You know, Cinderella's like your daughter. Is this what you do to her? They both look at look sheepishly. She's like, come on, let's go out to the edge of town. And I'll tell you more about my plan. And they get out to the edge of town. And she actually has this giant broom. I mean, when she says giant, it's like made to, it's like rolling, it's like attached to some rope. She, I don't know how she did it, but she must have been up all night. She has these ropes over the, connected by this bridge supports, like an overhead, this giant broom that would pretty much knock, looks like it could knock minions off. I mean, not all of them, but easily knock that off. She's got a little harness for Penelope to, you know, be on the bridge, but you know, not get knocked off by the broom. 
and you know, I know it's tough to imagine in your mind, but just imagine a giant broom about Roland's height, the br- the broom brush, and maybe two people across, and it's you know the the head of it is uh, got a big circle and a rope attached to it, kind of like those cameras now on NBA games it can go back and forth and si- swing side to side. Doesn't. Roland's out there trying to use it. He's not. He's learning. He's almost going over the bridge himself. And then she straps Penelope in. She says, "Don't worry. You know, even Roland's not going to knock you off the bridge. He might knock you over the bridge, but you won't fall because these ropes. And all you need to do is change them into mice. When the big boss comes, as he will, you just you could change change him into something a giant dust moat. Can you do that?" Oh, no, it has to be, you know, a mammal for a mammal kind of type of thing, usually. Well, you turned us into maggots. Oh, I guess it could. Well, it depends on... I guess it would depend on the size of the boss and what kind of magic powers he has. So, well, well let's see. But I, 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 you're right. This is for Cinderella and for my own pride. Now that I have my magic back, I will do justice. Bring on the boss! Are you sure they're going to come? Oh, I'm sure the boss is going to come. And so then, down the path comes this long, stick-like creature walking from the horizon out of the wood of woe, down to the bridge, down to the bridge about ten feet from from the three of them. And it says, I have come to ask for your hands and defeat. I can say, is that a... Do I smell peppermint? Is that a giant peppermint stick or Roland? I think it is a peppermint stick. It turns out it is. It's a giant peppermint stick type ambassador. It's got legs and arms, but it's mostly a peppermint stick. Say, so, you know, just give us the wand and turn your backs on the wood of woe forever, and you will not be destroyed by his lord of darkness. The candy man. Well, uh, the candy man. Like, you know, the candy man's in there? Is he, does he make a candy maker or a man of candy? The candy lord. Then you. You. Well, I, I mean, is he made of candy? Is, that's, I think that's a legitimate question to ask if he's going to be for surrendering to him. What's he going to. Uh, will we be able to go free? Well, uh, the Candy Lord, the Candy Man, will eventually conquer your kingdom with his one well, that he once he has the magic of your wand. But for now, you will live, and maybe you could supplicate yourselves, and the Candy Lord will take mercy on you. But anyway, the question of if there's a man or a candy is irrelevant. But he is a man, or once was. I guess this says, you know, oh, so you're going to come conquer Cinderella's kingdom. Hmm. What What do you guys think about that? Oh, you're not going to... I'd lick you to death, buddy. My name's Roland, and I'm going to lick you. Uh, Penelope, what do you think? I, I think not candy, candy stick, ambassador. But I think it's safe to say that you could tell your candy lord we don't surrender. Well, then... 
I will call in the minions to destroy you then. Well, well, one second there, Candy Stick Man. Why send the minions? Once you set, ha, is your, your lord so afraid of us? They can't face us by himself. Or with his minions. Why doesn't he come with his minions? Because it'll be too easy for us to just... She has the power of a thousand wizards. Roland here. As soon as your candy people come, we're just going to change them into... Well, can't do a mammal for a mammal with candy. How do you become alive? How does a candy stick become alive? Dark magic, ma'am. I'm full of evil candy power. I, I mean, I can't do anything, but it's what keeps me alive is some sort of sickness. A candy. I'm, I'm a servant of the candy lord. Okay, well, that's nonsense. I don't... You guys just sit in your woods and you steal people away. What do you do? Convert the souls of people into candy? Huh, yes, it's true. I used to be a normal man. I was ambassador of the town of Truffledon. The city-state Truffledon, actually. And I, I went into the woods with a, a young woman I loved who was not my wife. Now I'm here to serve forever as proud ambassador of candy, the candy lord. Well, anyway, I don't have time to discuss your backstory or the backstory of the candy lord at all. Why don't you send him and his minions at the same time? We'll, we'll do battle, the three of us, against your whole army of candy minions and your candy lord, the candy man, whatever he is. Are you two ready, Roland? Penelope. Quite ready, ma'am. I'm going to do some licking of the candy and sweeping of the candy when it gets changed to a little candy or something candy-like. All right, then. What do you think there? Penelope. Quite ready. So... All of a sudden, coming down is a whole army of candy. and I mean, I don't have time to get into it. Maybe because now that I'm telling the story, I'm worried that I saw this in a movie somewhere. And if I did, send me a, a, a Drew, you messed up. Or Scooter, you messed up at feedback, feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. I know once there was a talking gumball in a movie, I think. But anyway, let's not get out of the flow of the story here. I'm just saying... This might have been trapped in my subconscious, this next part. Or maybe it's going to be trapped in yours. But coming down the hill, out of the woods of woe, formerly the woods of worry, is candy sticks with candy canes. Gumdrop cannons, all sorts of candy minions. You know, you know, they're all you know, like an army of candy warriors. What, I mean, what else would there be, you know? Go ahead and use your imagination. It could be... If for some reason I'm on a peppermint kick, in my mind I can't free it from peppermint to think of more... I mean, you know, cookies for wheels would be one thing. And probably maybe like um, catapults full of pudding. Maybe, they, maybe they're going to do a full step, full, full, full-scale attack. On the castle. I don't know. Or these just these would be more minions. So maybe it's not an army. Maybe I'm wrong, and I'm just telling you the story. That would be more of if you were attacking a castle, you might bring that. But if you're just gonna attack three people, it might just be more like these candy, 
What if they're like taffy? Yeah, okay. I don't know if I'm gonna keep this or edit it, but now out of the woods comes a gaggle. And a gaggle means a group of about 40. These taffy cool they look like ghouls made of taffy and they're walking and they're slinking. They can you know go like a slinky or they can walk and their faces are kind of frightening like a ghoul or a ghost. You know, kinda empty maw jaw and melted eyes and they move languidly like a like cats or supermodels and they move onto the bridge and they just wait they stop it rolling and they wait well so what are you going to change this taffy into this taffy monsters here and penelope thinks about it she said hmm what, what would i change taffy into and she goes maybe some tiny hard candies you know like when taffy dries out in the sun and they can just sweep them off the taffy you notice a tremble goes through the taffy taffy trembles terribly terrible taffy trembles because they're also terrible taffy that's what they they called that's what they and then all of a sudden boom 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 out of the woods of woe formerly the woods worry giant man giant 10 feet tall 40 feet wide a man boy so he has the face of a boy he's slobbering and drooling and eating candy cookies <laughs> I want that one boom 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 comes down Stops right behind his army on the bridge. They look forward. He says, ha, 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 ha. Just so you know, my taffy is imbued with a non-hardening agent. Ha, 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 ha. In fact, this taffy is absorption taffy, so go ahead and throw your magic at it. Penelope looks a little bit worried, but she's like, well, then I'll just change you. <laughs> so, ah, I've changed already. And Agatha can't. So you are a candy man, but you're also a candy. You lord over candy, but you're a man. You're not a candy man. You're, I'm the candy man. I used to be a boy named by Hansel. Came from one of the Countries over there. My sister Gretel and I. We were lured in this woods long ago by a witch. We did battle with her. You may have heard our stories, but you didn't hear the truth. Truth was, I took over the witch's powers, and she took over my mind somehow, poisoned it with her candy. I've eaten candy ever since, and I turned these woods, where she only ruled a dark portion, I turned them all into my territory. The territory of me, the Candyman. And I would lure souls into this woods, or if you happen to wander in, your family would wonder where have they gone? Because I would take your soul and put it into the witch's cauldron and convert you to a piece of candy to do my bidding. And my bidding was to make more candy for me to consume 
without souls, soulless candy, just pure candy, you know, made up. So I would send them out to capture things on the road for the sugar or the things I needed. But we had quite a few uh, supplies, so it was mostly industrial operation of, uh, you know, we had sugar beets and we also had some sugar cane. And then we, you know, we had to grow some grains. We uh, did some clear cutting of forest. But anyway, I'm going to destroy you all. Take your wand. Because my powers are limited to this forest. Because that's what the witch's powers were. She would eat boys and little girls, supposedly, to keep her power going. But can't leave the wood. Just a bit. I, I think this power that you have. Will allow me to expand my candy empire forever. Then Penelope goes and she goes, Oh, you won't be doing nothing. You're going to get sweeped right off the bridge. And she takes her wand and she goes, Alakazoo, Alakazee, the boy who loves candy turns into a tree. She points her wand at him and nothing happens. He goes, I have a candy coating that I thought might be magic proof, but I was not sure. He says, oh, no, I, I'm quite sure fairy magic overcomes witch magic quite. I mean, this wand is not, it's not operating properly. Ah, it will take you all. Taffy, prepare to destroy this man here with his broom. And I... We'll take your wand. I ha ha ha. Then he gets ready. And the candy soldiers, they pull up. They're taffy, taffy ghouls. They, like, turn their hands into nooses and whips. And they're menacingly moving towards war, uh, Roland. And he, he actually knocks one off with the broom. He pulls it back and throws it at the guy. He goes, come on, Mr. Penelope, Mr. Penelope, please. Taffy soldiers made of sugar. You might be resistant, but turn into burger. There she goes. Obviously, uh, no, nothing happens because that's just ridiculous. But she's still, and she's like, my power, my power. And then Agatha says, Penelope, Penelope, destroy the bridge. Destroy the bridge. Use your magic to destroy the bridge. In five, four. Penelope goes, Bridge underneath, made of wood, turn into dust as all bridges should. Two, one, boom. And at the same time as she says dust, the bridge explodes. It doesn't, Parts of it turn into dust, but most of it just crumbles and falls. But Penelope and Roland, because they are tied in to the thing over that was running across over the bridge, because the ropes were tied into some the supports above the bridge, they they just float in the air and the bridge falls. And the Candy Man, Lord Candy, and all his minions fall thousands of feet. They're smashed on the rocks and washed into the river. I screamed, ah, 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 I can't swim. Ah. And the taffy melts, and they're washed down the river to the polluted part of the river, never to be heard from again. Ag Agatha pulls 
rolling and uses her ropes and pulleys and such to it was almost like they're uh, whatever that's that part and she uses the ropes and pulleys to pull them back to the side of the bridge that's not blown up and now this bridge is unnecessary because it was ran by the candy wood it was the bridge that went over the part that skirted around the the left side of the candy wood so even though it's gone you know nobody's gonna miss it she's a quick that was brilliant Roland you were so brave and Penelope your magic was so magical I couldn't I couldn't believe that we worked as such a team Roland you were distracting and those questions about candy and whatever were brilliant Cinderella would be honored to bed you, I'm sure. Ah, oh, Penelope, you did find your power again. Yes, it was odd, because usually it didn't quite turn into dust. It kind of exploded a bit, and and uh, I noticed, you, you know, you weren't doing much up there. You, you, you didn't seem to, you didn't seem to be doing much, except you had that plunger, that thing. What was that? tool you had up there on the on the rocks with the wires going down to the bottom of the bridge oh that was to control the 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 broom it's a chinese operation used uh used it and i don't know why it smells there's still fire going like i didn't use any fire in my spell it was just turned to dust well it it did kind of turn to dust you know penelope it was it was brilliant you you're brilliant your magic you know you're still getting used to your new wand so Point is, we won. We're going to go back and tell Cinderella that her new trade route is open. And that she no longer... I don't know how we're going to get... We'll have to probably still have Roland seduce her, but no trickery, Roland. He will seduce her. Or maybe... I don't know. But... Oh, wait. Is that the uh, Chamber of Commerce is coming out to greet us? Oh, there's cheering in a parade. And they're coming towards us. They're... The Chamber of Commerce comes with a band and tons of people are cheering. The head of the Chamber of Commerce, this business guy, is like, Oh, yes, we know. We heard the words. Princess Cinderella told us you were going to destroy the big boss behind the Wood of Woe. Formerly the Wood of Worry, but Wood of Woe, officially known now forever. Who will no longer woe us, will it? Well, I suppose we'll have to clean it out a bit, you know, but yes, uh, yes, all Cinderella's plans came. We worked together as a team for Cinderella, and the wood of woe should worry no one no more. Well, this is wonderful. We'll have open trade. It'd be so much more efficient. There's poor folk back here that are cheering. We've given them a job for the day, and they're happy because it's grain price. Well, it, it, it will, the price will increase Less quickly now for your grain, poor folk. All right, and the uh, rest of the products you buy, well, the price will go up more slowly than quickly because we won't have a reason to justify it and the princess is talking about some price controls or such and she's forced us to do this. But we, she has told us that our profits will be offset by the the lower prices and the, and the speed to market and... The new markets had opened up so we could exploit other peoples than these folks here. So anyway, we're so pleased with you and Cinderella. You know, she is a visionary woman. 
I, 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 well, I, I'm still getting over the fact that we're going to use these other markets to offset our profits, and we still need to do some calculations. I do believe that she will be a worthy queen one day. And this prince, he talks of war now, but anyway, we, we're here to celebrate your victory. That's right, that's right. This isn't about you or the future. Run along, parade, as Agatha's talking right now. Even though she sounds a bit like a man. She's like, Roland, I'm proud of you. Penelope, I'm proud of you. Let's go back to the wizard's tower. We'll have a little little drink to celebrate our victory today, and then we'll go meet with Cinderella and talk about the future. And that's it for tonight, folks. You know, a battle with the boss. I wonder with the Sansa and Gretel, was that something implanted in my brain from like a Shrek movie? Or... Did I actually make it up? Like, it's it's hard creating these stories the way I do and, and not knowing. And I'm not trying to steal anything from anybody. I, I might have made it up. It might have been in my subconscious. I'm trying to imagine that. It'd be hard to imagine I haven't come across a reinventation, re, recreation of Hansel and Gretel. But was he a, a big boss and was he evil? And what happened to Gretel in this story? I'm not sure yet, but. I'm sure we'll see. Oh, a dog's barking in the distance, and that means it's time for you to go to sleep. If you're still listening, go ahead. I wonder where Gretel is. I can tell you. Maybe she's safe in bed, sleep somewhere. Is that